And we are back on a Thursday afternoon looking ahead to the weekend. And boy, do we have something fun for you to do if you would like to laugh, enjoy uh, great songs, dancing, monsters. We've got it all coming up this weekend at the Hoagland Center for the Arts. It is the first show of the new Springfield Theater Center season. The musical version of Mel Brooks' Young Frankenstein. We have in studio with us Mike Kirchel, who is playing the inspector. And Terry Schoppenhorst, who is playing the monster. Gentlemen, welcome. Great to have you both here. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Uh, let's let's start with, uh, you know, I, I'm sure most people listening know this, but there are others who may be like, Young Frankenstein, the musical? They made a musical out of Young Frankenstein? Classic 1974, black and white, Mel Brooks uh, satirical homage to monster movies. How do you turn that into a musical? Very carefully. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's just uh, Mel Brooks has always kind of had that uh, song and dancey element to his movies. Uh, six years before he came out with Young Frankenstein, they'd done the producers. They'd redone the producers as a musical. Uh, some folks might have seen the music, the uh, movie with Nathan Lane and Matthew yeah. Broderick. Um, so I think he just kind of got on that kick. It's like, hey, you know what? These translate pretty well to stage. And uh, he's not wrong. Well, and of course, the producers was about the making of a musical. And of course, original Young Frankenstein, one of its pivotal moments, without giving too much away, is also a song and dance number, which is where Terry Schoppenhorst comes in. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed you're not wearing the makeup today though well i am really afraid that it would take too long to get off <laughs> well oh. I, I, be, before we get into some of the other particulars i do have to ask is you are you are playing the monster peter boyle was the uh, the monster in the original movie version of it uh, i've gotten to see on social media pictures of you decked out as the monster it's a it's a great job how long does it take to get into and out of your your alternate face as the monster Surprisingly, it takes only about 35 to 40 minutes to get in, mm-hmm. but it takes well over an hour to get out. Really? Yes. Really? Uh, because it looks like you've got some prosthetics involved. Yes. Okay. And so that has to be essentially all unglued from you? Yeah. And when it gets in the hair, it's not too pleasant oh, coming off. Oh, man. The sacrifices we make for our art. Exactly. Um, tell me about playing the monster. Again, a lot of people who remember the the original movie, he's not the, the most articulate guy uh, through through much of the show. So uh, what's it like to really get into uh, into that role? Well, one of the things I really had to work on uh, for this particular role is all the emotions. I mean... Even though I growl and grunt pretty much for the entire show, I just have to show joy, um, empathy, and just other emotions that just really – I have to show it facially as well. Yeah, yeah. And 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 you've got to do it with prosthetics and makeup and everything else going on, too. Uh, Mike Kirchel, tell us about the inspector. Uh, You know, set up the the basic plot for us, and then where does the inspector fit into that? Okay. Uh, Well, the play opens with uh, the death of Victor von Frankenstein out in Transylvania. And the villagers all believe he's the last of the Frankensteins, which means no more monsters. And they're all (laughs) happy and stuff. And then inspector comes in. I mean, this happens right at the top of the show. I don't think I'm giving too much away here. And pretty much says, nope, there's one left, a grandson. He lives in New York. Uh, and he's, you know, a professor as long as they're around. 
you know, we're, we're never going to be safe. And, you know, then the doctor does come to close the affairs of his grandfather. Yeah, he doesn't and really want to claim the family legacy. No, not initially. No, he just comes to, you know, settle the affairs. That's all he's thinking. He's going to show up for a few days, do the stuff and then leave. And then, you know, he gets kind of roped into the family business. <laughs> so tell me about uh, the, the very talented young actor who is playing uh, young Frankenstein. Ah, Tanner Stevens. He, um... He's a, a young man. This is definitely young Frankenstein, and he has just uh, bit off, chewed, and just gotten into this role, dug in. Uh, he's having a great time with it. Uh, great voice and good interpretation on a classic you know, Gene Wilder character. I think uh, he's come a long way since rehearsal one, and I'm really looking forward to seeing when the lights come up what he brings. Uh, how how are we depicting uh, Transylvania, an old castle, a laboratory, all the things that, that people will always associate with the Frankenstein story? How do you bring this all to life on stage? There are... <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, there are some pretty massive sets. Yeah. Um, they... I liken it to the Muni, to be honest. Wow. They're Muni size sets. Um, we have different doorways. Yeah, there's, there's a full-on village facade that goes from stage right to stage left. Uh, and it's very, you know, as you might expect, kind of, you know, ger- almost German village looking. Mm-hmm. And then there's the laboratory, which where it's got the switches on the walls. And there's, like, the laboratory bed that uh, Terry's laying on before they, they bring him to life. Again, not really a spoiler here. <laughs> uh, yeah, people kind of know the basic epic, outline of the Frankenstein it's epic, story. It's an yeah. epic set. It really is. And, and I think there's... There's not a whole lot left to the imagination. I mean, this is the lab. You know, this is the library. The bookcase. The bookcase scene is in the script. If, yeah. you, if the folks who are listening know the movie, yeah, because this really does track the movie pretty closely. Except you got the addition now of of songs and mm-hmm. dancing and and all the other things that we associate with a good old fashioned uh, stage musical. Building up to again the the climactic scene without giving too much away in case anybody's not familiar with it. But but Terry, that involves you and some dancing. And I understand that's that's been a bit of a learning curve. Very much so. Um, <laughs> the last time I tapped, I was a sophomore in high school. Ah, so uh, and uh, ten years ago, uh, yeah. y- you're you're healing because I, I saw your quote in the paper today. You've only twisted your ankle twice trying to uh, to learn the tap routine. Yeah, and that's mostly because of what I have to wear. But. <laughs> but it's okay. All right. Well, we'll get to see that all play out for ourselves. One of the great things about uh, Mel Brooks films and the stage adaptations is that in addition to really memorable lead characters, there are a lot of uh, very memorable supporting characters, too. Tell me about a couple of the other folks that people will be encountering when they come to see Young Frankenstein this weekend. Like My, Fra- Frau Blucher. That's for who I was going to be. Yeah, to exactly. Um, as it states um, in with my earlier interview... I think the monster is the second best position. (laughs) Frau Blucher is the best. Yeah. Um, She and Karen Gerdes just brings that to life. And I, I can't. When I saw her in the callbacks, I said, I hope she gets it because she would be perfect. And. Here she is. Uh, and then we have Inga as well, who is uh, one of the town folk and uh, a lovely young lass. That's right. Laura Malasic. Uh, and she's, uh, again, she's inhabited her character quite well. Uh, it's she, She's got the deadpan down. She's got the dits down. And it's, it's just amazing when you get all these talented individuals together. 
the magic that happens. It's why I continue to do it, you know, 25 years. Now, who uh, who is this show suitable for, the, the audience to come out and see this? Because it is a Mel Brooks comedy, and it's going to be a little bit edgy and, and a little bit, uh, you know, uh, yeah. grown up. I would say leave little kids at home. I'd probably rank this, and Terry, you can probably back me up on this. I would say it's probably rated a strong PG-13. Okay, absolutely. Uh, so. it's, it's not all that language heavy, but it is innuendo heavy, double entendre all over the place. Uh, it can be a little subtle, but it's mostly right out there and bald. <laughs> and raunchy. Also, want to make sure we give a shout out to our Igor Willem Klein, who again brings probably more energy than than Terry and I combined. It's amazing. And uh, Amanda Hoffman as Elizabeth, who is the uh, Madeline Kahn character, yeah. uh, starts off as Frederick's fiance. You know, that's uh, uh, she's got a beautiful voice, um, and we've enjoyed working with all of them. Let's uh, talk about what I always like to do when we have folks come in uh, for musicals is talk about your favorite musical moment in the show. Mike Kirchhoff, let's start with you. What it, it might be a song you're in or it might be you know something else entirely, but what's your favorite musical moment in the show? Uh, I would say the Act 2 opener. Uh, it's called He's Loose, and that is pretty much all of the lyrics. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but, not, but only by a little. Um, it's a lot of fun because the villagers are looking for a monster who you know, may or may not be very close by at the time and uh it's a very serious sounding song but the contrast is it's so goofy um so i I really enjoy the just kind of that dynamic so that's probably mine and and terry Schoppenhorst, what's on a monster's playlist from the uh, soundtrack of young frankenstein well obviously i would be remiss not to say putting on the ritz Mm -hmm. but um to be honest i like deep love that's that's toward the end of the show, and we, um, won't, we won't give right, away much right, about what right, it's all but, about. But that's but, about it. Yeah. So um, uh, you you uh, yeah, and and it's a it's a great culmination uh, of the show, uh, and it all opens up tomorrow night. You've been mm-hmm. uh, a number of weeks in rehearsal and ready to go and feeling good about everything. Then yeah, yep. yeah, terrific. So ready to, just always got the pre-show jitters, but um, yeah. that, that that's natural. Great kickoff to a brand new season for the Springfield Theater Center. So to people how they can come and see Mel Brooks' Young Frankenstein this weekend and next at the Hoagland. Well, the tickets are uh, between $18 and $20. Uh, you can go to SpringfieldTheaterCenter.com and Theater and Center both have the R-E mm-hmm. spellings. So it's like Springfield Theater Center if you want to remember how to spell it, .com. Or you can just uh, skip to the Hoagland's website, HCFTA.org and you can get your tickets there. Uh, it's 11th, 12th, and 13th. 13th and 18th, 19th, 20th. The uh, Friday and Saturday showtimes are 8, curtain, and curtain at 2 for the Sunday matinees. I definitely encourage people to go out and uh, see it. Again, hcfta.org. You can call 523-ARTS, 523-2787. Uh, check out Springfield Theater Center online or through their Facebook page for information there as well. But get your tickets and go see Young Frankenstein. Mike Kirchhoff is playing the inspector. Terry Schopenhorst yeah. is the monster, part of a very talented cast taking the stage this weekend and next at the Hoagland in downtown Springfield. Gentlemen, break legs. Uh, thanks so much for being here. Looking forward to seeing the show this Thank weekend. You, Jim. Thank you, Jim.